0: Sports Radio six ten presents Payne and Pendergast. All right,
2: so we we got our one of our first big names that is slated to be cut. Some of these cuts are going to happen closer to the start of free agency, just because how the cap works administratively. But with this we know: the Miami Dolphins are a team that is way over the cap right now, way over the cap, and so they're going to have to rework guys. They're going to have to cut guys, and it looks like Xavier and Howard. He's going to end up being a cap casualty. Xavier Howard, at at one time, one of the top cornerbacks in all of football. Houston guy, Baylor guy, 31 years old now. So he's older. He's been injured. Um, There's reasons why he's ultimately only going to make it two years into this five-year deal. So it looks like he'll be out there. And relevant to the Texans, because reportedly, according to DJ bien of ESPN.com, Xavier Howard wants to be a Houston Texan. Do the Houston Texans want Xavier Howard to be a Houston Texan? Well, at least a few of them um, have takes on this. Derek Stingley Jr., who I guess if Xavier Howard were to come here, would line up on the opposite side at corner. Derek Stingley Jr. on Friday evening tweeted 24 and 21 with a lock next to it. I should point out here, 21 is not Xavier Howard's jersey number. He's 25. 21... Is Stephen Nelson's jersey number? So this would. Mm. If I'm to interpret this, Seth. <laughs> you this, think
3: this is direct? You think this is in response to to the Xavier to Howard smoke? When d- did he do it? When did he post this? 6:41 p.m. on Friday night. And this was on Twitter. On Twitter, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking he, at this t- You know, he doesn't go on Twitter a lot. He does not. He doesn't like the toxicity of it. No. I think and usually he has somebody manages Twitter for him. He likes he said that he likes Instagram because it's a little bit more laid back and just more about positivity. That's right. So for him, he knows he's going on the more polarizing website and, and doing this on Friday night on the okay, this is interesting. Almost
2: two hours to the minute, Stanley yeah. tweeted twenty four and twenty one, <laughs> seemingly sticking up for Steven Nelson. Almost two hours to the minute after his teammate, team captain Laramie Tunsil, tweeted Howard and Stingley with the emoji the face emoji with like the smoke coming out of the nostrils. Oh,
3: like you're a, like you're a snorting bull or yeah, something. Yeah, is like, ready like, to go or Howard something. and
2: Stingley would take over the NFL. Yeah. <laughs>
3: what is Larry doing. I Larry's he's nonsensical enough on his X.com, I think. And he just kind of usually doesn't, he doesn't usually ever try to make a big serious point or anything, I don't think. Uh, that I don't think people read too much into it. But it is a little bit of that, like, uh, I don't know, man. Derek Stingley might see that and be like, hey, man, just like, what, what's, or not Derek Stingley, uh, Stephen Nelson might see that. I'm like, all right, is it, do, do you have to be that? I know, I know you were teammates with Xavier and Howard and all, but, uh, I am. I'm standing right here. Yeah. I'm right here.
2: Right. I can see there I what if actually?
3: Yeah, What if they were actually at a cookout together or something and he had done that?
2: Oh, right <laughs> next to him and showed it to yeah. him. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> do we know if Steven Nelson unfollowed Laramie Tunsil?
3: God, I don't know. I'm not in that world. I'm not in that world. <laughs> I do. Honestly, I, when you first brought up the Derek Stingley tweeting this out, they're posting this out on X, I didn't really think that much of it. But then I remembered that Stingley does not like to go on, on Twitter a bunch. And, you know, part of that was when, when he was, uh, posting stuff about him going to the Pro Bowl and everything, somebody pointed out, like, well, okay, his publicist or somebody else is probably doing Mm -hmm. that, which Mm -hmm. is true. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I feel like him consciously (laughs) going, to the more combative argumentative platform and putting that there means he feels very strongly about it. Can this.
2: you imagine if his publicist was the one that tweeted this out? 24 yeah. 21 with a lock oh, next yeah, to it. Oh yeah, maybe it
3: is just randomly or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I think, Derek? And there's a picture of a dead dolphin next to like the next post. Just <laughs> randomly a dead dolphin. Xavier
2: Howard's face <laughs> photoshopped
3: <laughs> on it. Tuna caught up in a oh. in a in a net. Yeah.
2: John Grenard weighed in. Um he replied to Stingley's Tweet that I'm interpreting as being pro Steven Nelson. Yeah. Grenard tweeted this and has since deleted it, but it was screen grabbed because the internet never forgets. Uh yeah, Sting. People love shiny new toys till they don't. Twenty one just showed y'all what's up and hmm. still gets treated like he mid. Crying laughing emojis with Jonathan Grenard there. Um who would you rather have, Steven Nelson or Xavier Howard?
3: I think Steven Nelson at last year's salary. Uh, yeah, the price I, I think is the right. Problem, yeah. the pro, both with Stephen Nelson and Xavier Howard, the problem is going to be, I think both of them think they're worth more than they probably are. Xavier Howard's ceiling is a lot higher on that because he had been a premier player. These last couple of years, he has not been a premier player, but he's also been banged up and injured. So that's the big question is, is somebody out there uh, – are they going to look at a – he'll be 31 years old this year. Are they going to look at a guy who's going to be 31 years old and has had a couple of really bad injury-riddled seasons mm-hmm. that, sh- and, th- and that showed up on the field? Uh, are they going to really give him the money that he thinks he's worth? And I, I don't think they will. So if he wants to be here and he's cool, like he's not going to – I mean, Stephen Nelson just made a big stink about being underpaid going into this last season. Yeah. And now he's out there on the free agency market. I almost feel like the Texans, I don't think, I don't think the Texans can or should sign Stephen Nelson unless he also tests free agency. Because I think it's going to be that classic example of, all right, unless he gets a really good feel for exactly what his market is, he's always going to feel like he got screwed over. Like he's just, he's, he's, Based on last year, it feels like he's wired that way. Um so I just don't wanna I don't wanna mess with it. I would go ahead and let it play out in free agency.
2: Let the other thirty-one teams be the bad cop.
3: Yeah. Is Steven yeah. Nelson, right? Yeah. Like look, yeah.
2: man, there's thirty one other teams could have offered you the twelve million a year you think you're worth.
3: And and people will point out that this doesn't usually work out that way. Which is true. I think it's less common in baseball for it to work out. In football, I mean, Chris Myers did that. Chris Myers went out and tested free agency, came back. Kareem? Kareem Jackson did it? That's right, Kareem did it. Oh, I did it one year, too. I always forget that. I did it one year. (laughs) I (laughs) said... Seth Copeland Payne did it one (laughs) year. Yep, yep, yep. I did it. I was a free agent for like 12 hours. We
2: know that Seth is at best his own third favorite player behind Chris Myers and Kareem Jackson. <laughs>
3: <laughs> even Seth Payne did it. And he's a- <laughs> largely a bastard. He's <laughs> an <laughs> egomaniacal. Dude. Oh, look at me. Look at me. Dude. I need to be the highest paid. Was- even, Seth, even Seth Payne sucked up his pride. Uh- I know I had always – I had wanted to resign with the Texans. They hadn't just given me an offer because I was coming off an injury. Mm-hmm. So kind of like – they, like when you're coming off of injury, that's when everything gets thrown into limbo, yeah. and you just nobody knows exactly what people are going to think of you. So I spent 12. The Texans realized that there was like a lot of interest in me as a free agent, so they finally made an offer, and mm-hmm. I was like, "All right, yeah, finally." <laughs> Jeez, that's exactly what I did. I got Cassidy on the phone and said, "Uh, hello, <laughs>
2: Seth, I've Coughlin been Pitt. waiting." <laughs> <laughs> Did your best, Rich Eisen?
3: Then I got. How have you not offered me a contract? (laughs) Then I got up in the press conference and uh, and then I railed against and capers. (laughs) Good. I said, "Yeah, that's right. I got the bag." Yep.
2: Too late now. I got the papers (laughs) right here. Dumbasses
3: didn't want to. Yeah. yeah.
2: Did you see? um, Jalen Ramsey had an interesting post had an interesting tweet on um, on Friday. Well, Friday afternoon when the news came out about Xavier and Howard um, kind of took a shot at your former DC. It looks like what? Yes. What? Vic Fangio. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Ramsey tweets. It was an honor teaming up with the greatest corner in Miami dolphins history. In my opinion, I won't ever forgive dude for not <laughs> utilizing our full skill set. Exclamation <laughs> point.
3: Yeah. yeah. I think dude is
2: Vic Fangio.
3: Right. I think the thing about Ramsey and Xavier and Howard together is that like you know when they're playing really well they can they can be a couple of the best press man corners in the league and um you know Fangio is going to do a lot of stuff where he does kind of like blended zone coverages and stuff that's a little bit more intricate and ornate at times instead of just going out and playing ball and uh, I could see where Jalen Ramsey might not like that yeah. which is like ah it's neither here nor there it's um it's uh, some guys I, I've just seen this over and over again there's some guys that love playing a Vic Fangio offense and there's other guys that just absolutely despise it yeah uh and it's uh, that's that's just a byproduct of him doing some I don't want to say conservative things but just like maybe a little bit unconventional yeah.
2: yeah I think I know which side Jalen Ramsey falls on yeah yeah they yeah. got <laughs> a pretty good idea tune in
3: is the audio platform with something
0: for everyone Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Um,
2: I When we did that mock draft last week, or when we we went through that, uh, the athletics, I think it was the athletic beat writer mock draft. Starting to talk myself into this Cooper DeGene from Iowa, Seth. When it comes to yeah. forget about <laughs> Xavier Howard and Stephen Nelson, I'm starting to talk myself into Cooper DeGene.
3: I uh, I talked myself into him and then talked myself out of it what? over the weekend, and then I just felt like, for the matter of just uh, for the sake of novelty, I feel like we have to hey, there. There hasn't been a white cornerback drafted in the first round since 1969. It's that the the, the Texans could make modern NFL history by drafting a white cornerback. Like it. And, And a lot of times people are like, sometimes people will be like, there were white cornerbacks, and right. it's true. There it was. It was like even Jason Seahorn was a cornerback. You might not you might not realize that it he was wasn't just white everybody to Angie back
2: Armand. in the day, way back in the day.
3: What's <laughs> <It was laughs> well, I just, after we got off, I remembered this bit that I had seen by Shane Gillis, the comedian. Yeah. Um, About he starts in on talking about Alabama, the University of Alabama, and how like uh, they they integrated. There's this documentary about how they integrated, uh, and uh, you know it was very courageous by Bear Bryant. And then he realized, wait a second, this was in 1971, Uh, so it led to this.
1: There were literally people on the moon before Alabama had black guys in their secondary. does anyone understand there were white corners white cornerbacks you understand how preposterous that is some of some of you are too young to have ever even seen a white corner they're extinct they don't exist there's two left at the san diego zoo and they, they won't they won't reproduce you'll never see a white corner
3: I feel like uh I feel like cooper degene uh getting drafted in the first round would be good for race relations in America yeah it's like we just I found a dodo
2: like. bird that's been hiding for a thousand yeah. years or something yeah.
3: yeah yeah like hey let's reset the let's reset everybody yeah. let's uh let's not completely reset don't get me wrong <laughs> we, we don't have to go all the way no back. no no. Yeah, like, <laughs> no
2: reasonably reset yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. shank Gillis did sNL this weekend huh
3: yeah, he'd gotten canceled uh, yeah, like five years ago. He got fired. Yeah, like when he said he got canceled, he actually got canceled. Right, uh, he's not one of these people that claim they got canceled as like their social media following is going. away. Well, it actually did work out for him pretty well. But he got uh, yeah, so he was back in. I don't even know what all the controversy was about the first time um, or why he got fired or anything. Yeah, yeah. I've just seen uh, like clips of him. He seems pretty funny.
2: I've I didn't get to watch it. I don't watch much SNL these days. Yeah, but I did get into a Shane Gillis wormhole on YouTube this weekend. Thanks a lot, Seth. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go back and watch the skits. I've bookmarked all of them on uh, on X.com to go back and watch.
3: He did a bit uh, that I told you about on when white people stopped being cool yes. in America. Yes. Uh, everybody, listen. See if you can spot the one historical inaccuracy in this one.
1: Okay. White people used to be cool in America. <laughs> Long time ago, dude. The height, the height of white people being cool was us going, we're like, meh. That was as cool as we got. We're like, meh, see? Ha-ha, And then the day white people stopped being cool was Jackie Robinson's first game. You can look it up, dude. You can find it. You can find the radio call from that game online. You can hear the exact moment white people stopped being cool. You can hear the announcers. They still got, they're like, meh. I'm to Chicago, where the White Sox take on the Brooklyn Dodgers. And we all had cool white nicknames. Like, up at the mound is old Curly. He's a 47-year-old alcoholic. He's the greatest athlete alive. Runs a six-second, 40-yard dash. Fastest man alive, they say. Then it happened, dude. And Jackie came up to the plate... You can hear the announcers like, meh. <laughs> Coming up to the plate is young Codbar from Brooklyn. No way he can hit Curly's pitch. Here comes the pitch. <laughs> Home run. Alright. <laughs> that was it, dude. Jackie hit the ball, so I already knocked that voice out of all the whites. Not one of us has talked like that since, dude. One swing of the bat. We're like, <clears throat> Alright, yeah. That was pretty good. That was good. It's, good. it's time for us to focus on computers. <laughs>
2: All right, so let me let me see if I can guess. Yeah, the historical inaccuracy is yeah. it that the Dodgers were in the National League and the White Sox were in the American League?
3: Yeah, is yeah. that it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, good job. Yeah, yes. I don't know why he messed that up. Yeah, he was uh, he's an actual sports fan. Yeah. I don't know why he I'm surprised Cubs. he messed that up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, but I don't think that was his first game either. But whatever. Yeah, uh, the joke's the joke. Yeah. Okay. Um yeah so uh I don't know, but having said all that, as much as I'd love to be a part of history, I don't actually like Cooper degene as the Texans' you don't? First overall pick now I feel th- like he's i I feel um I really well, I really, really like the way um he's got ball skills, like he's got very good awareness of it, like exactly uh, how to play the position he does not really flip his hips really all that fluidly or well. And like, I don't trust that he's actually like big enough to be press man or like, I don't trust that his ability to play press man in college is going to transfer over to the NFL. Um, But I, I'm intrigued by him. He's, he's fast as hell. Um, and like runs with power. It's just that it, when it comes to actually playing man versus playing zone, I feel like he's more of a zone corner. And I, and I know the Texans play a whole bunch of zone, but it's nice to have. Uh, it's nice in those uh, those those reps where you do play man to be awesome at playing man.
2: Um, he's not running at the combine this week, right? Did you tell yeah, me he that? Had last some kind week? of an injury at the end. Oh, of he the did. Season. Okay, yeah. gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. So he uh, so he will not be working out this week. That's too bad. That is one I would go out of my way to watch. The white cornerback running a forty. I, I would go I would have gone out of my way to uh to watch that one.
3: It's weird, isn't it? Like it's gotta be I they, they, like they, just like it had been with quarterbacks forever with black quarterbacks. Like at the lower levels, they must just there's got to be a boatload of people that be like, "Well, you look more like a linebacker to me, son," Uh or uh, like uh, the, the, or a running back or something. But like when it comes to like the the racial selection bias yeah. that people have, I'm just surprised that it's so heavily weighted against cornerbacks Yeah, that they're time. like, "All right, any position but cornerback," like <laughs> because that's what would happen with quarterbacks forever. Yep, is like, "Well, no, nah, son you're more of a wide receiver. You yeah. See? This is how you go, like maybe cornerback, not quarterback. Yeah. Uh, to the point where, and then it, uh, you get, you keep going up levels, and there's fewer, fewer guys to choose from. I, I was just, it's weird that it worked out that way.
2: Uh, people weighing in on our conversation in the previous segment about who can threaten the Chiefs. Lamar also played poorly against the Chiefs. He missed every single throw downfield. He was never even close. That is true. Watching that game, I'm like, <clears throat> man, I know that the Ravens just destroyed the Texans last
3: week. Yeah, but I
2: feel like CJ would have dropped at least two or three of those in the bucket that Lamar was. I mean, Lamar was awful throwing the ball it, down. For yeah, the I yeah. Came.
3: That I, I guess that's the. I, if you're a Ravens fan, you got to go right back to the old default mode of like, huh? I guess we we just don't know. We just uh, we rejoiced over the te- the Texans' victory, and maybe the Texans weren't as good as we thought they were, and then now we just don't know. Yep. Yeah, about yep. Lamar Jackson.
2: I right, Payne and Pendergast with you on a Monday. We just heard from one of our former colleagues here at Sports Radio 610 Nick Wright. There's another former colleague of ours that I think an NFL team is trying to erase from history. We will tell you who that is next.
0: Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports.
1: Clock at 4. Doncic. The step back three, you bitch! Music. You set my world on fire.
0: And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.